All right, welcome back to our uh, Fan Connection podcast episode. Obviously, we're joined by Berta and Ponchi, as well as myself, some lazy guys, zero nine. If you're wondering where you can find us, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, on Twitch, you can find me, some lazy guys, zero nine. Everywhere else, you can find us as uh, the Fan Connection podcast. So we look forward to to interact with you guys. This is an interactive podcast, so if you tune in live every Sunday and Wednesday with us at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Some Lazy Guys 09. That's my channel because I host it. You can tune in live and ask us any questions that you have. Or if you, can, you, if you want, you can direct it at us on like Twitter, uh, YouTube comment section, anywhere. We'll get to your questions. Because that's the whole point of this show is to engage with everyone in the hockey community that we can find that wants to engage with us. That's our goal. So anyway, let's get started on today's uh, podcast. But before we do, how was your guys's, I guess, your weekends? You know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or I guess Sunday morning. I don't know what time it is for you guys, but how was your weekend so far? Uh, yeah, mine was, uh, it was just busy with school and all that. Um, nothing too much. Midterms are coming up, so you know how that is. And then probably the highlight of my weekend, but it wasn't even my weekend. It was, uh, it was Thursday was the, the one chip thing. That was, mm-hmm. uh, it was fun, but painful, man. I, I, people, I saw people saying, I went back to go watch the VOD, and I saw people saying, like, it's not that bad, man. Come on. Dude, if... <laughs> I want the, whoever said that to go and try it and just send it to me. Just send me like their reaction because it was, it was ridiculous, man. It was. I don't think I did a good job explaining how hot it was, like on the scale of hotness. But it was like it's like hotter than a ghost pepper. I think most people know what a ghost pepper is, but it's like a million times hotter than that. Apparently, so yeah, it was bad. That was the highlight, though. <laughs> how about you, Punch? No, I spent my. I was bartending, but I had um. Like the the party I bartend for, they were fantastic, lovely, oh, lovely yeah. people. Um, and you know, I went to the gym. I did all the stuff I need to do to get ready for the week. So it was it was pretty relaxing. Awesome, yeah, good to hear. My weekend was pretty relaxing too. Uh, as you guys know, I work uh, I work a full time job during the weekdays, so I work forty hours a week, uh, Monday through Friday. So. Friday night, Saturday, and I guess Sunday morning, I like to just relax. I, I didn't really do much. Actually, like yesterday I did my workout, today I did my workout, but Thursday and Friday I didn't. I just kind of took some time to relax, let my body heal a little bit. I was riding on like five and a half hours of sleep both nights, couldn't sleep. So, uh, But I feel rested now and ready to go. Last Wednesday's podcast, I was very tired, but today I feel good, rested, ready to go. So I'm excited for today's podcast. It's a bit more of a relaxing podcast on Sundays. A bit more serious than the ones on Wednesdays, but I'm excited for it nonetheless. And our first topic is a fun one. It's the All-Star Weekend. So guys, uh, what, what were your highlights for the All-Star Weekend? What was your favorite event? For me personally, I, I think it was uh, none of the above. And my actually, no, that's not true. <laughs> my favorite event was seeing the TikTok of Stamkos and his son. He's like, I just want to see the Zamboni driver. Take me to the Zamboni. Like, that was my favorite part. Someone's so cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Carter Stamkos was his name. My, my girlfriend was showing me that. Liv was showing me that. It was, it was so cute. It was so funny. So that's probably one of my highlights. Um, other than that, though, it was pretty, like, I, I'm sorry. Like, their marketing for the All-Star Weekend sucked. Like, did you guys see their YouTube videos? Did you guys get a glance uh, at YouTube videos? That? Yeah, the ones they posted on YouTube from the NHL. Like, Not the highlights. Really. No, they, I, I didn't. I didn't see the highlights. I was I was watching it though on TV. But they muted actually, and the Zegers goal is my favorite part too. But they muted the audio, like they didn't use the original audio. They just had a song playing mm-hmm. over it. So all I heard was this random song in the background, copyright free, whatever. 
playing over all the clips from the All-Star game. So I couldn't hear what oh, Zebras was saying. Okay, okay. I couldn't hear what Hughes was saying. All I was seeing was people talking and like they'd show the interviews. I'm like, what's the point of showing the interview? Yeah. And they were, yeah. and the recording was 720p. It wasn't even 1080. Like, so silly. We have a higher quality yeah. upload from our stream. And I'm some random guy from Montreal who's using his own computer compared to the NHL. Just think about that for a second. So I keep talking about their marketing and how bad it is, and it just continues mm-hmm. to do it. The rest of it was cool. Like the, the concepts and everything was cool. Like I, I don't want to bash it because mm-hmm. it was still well, seemed like it was fun, but their their ability of drawing in people who couldn't tune in live. Like I couldn't tune in live on Friday. I was busy on Friday, but I I wanted to watch the event. So I'm like, okay, I'll go on the YouTube and catch what happened, the aftermath and the highlight. Nothing. It was terrible. It was boring. I couldn't watch the whole video. I turned it off. Well, I was going to say a couple things that that you mentioned. I also agree with like number one, the Zegers thing has to be the highlight, I think, for sure, for probably a lot of people. Um, That actually might be one of the best like uh, breakaway shootout challenge goals I've ever seen. I think Uh, blindfolded. the blind, like the whole thing, man. Like I love dodgeball, like the movie. I love that movie, right? I'll watch it all the time. So that was already like super fun and creative because you don't see a lot of creativity that much anymore, right? And uh, I, we, we always talk about people being creative and wanting to get their name out there. Zegris did that for sure. Zegris, Hughes, and uh, Kaprizov all did a great job mm-hmm. uh, with that. And um, Petrangelo was just... I didn't like Petrangelo at all. He missed. He didn't so score. And he... It was so silly. But yeah, Zegris' thing was insane. There's one angle of like, I think it was behind the net and you see there's two balls going, like he's dodging both of them. And he like he's like he has the puck on the, his stick with like the one hand. He's not shot yet, but it just looks so cool. And that, that that's like yeah. that could be a poster right there, honestly. So I love <laughs> that. I can't believe I don't think a lot of people understand this, but like the guy who was in net was Anders Kane from Goon Two. I don't know if you guys know who ever watched that movie. Then you say goalie for the the thing. No, and the no. people who don't who haven't seen that, you might know him from the new. Um, TV show Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like the Marvel show. He's Captain America, like literally like the new Captain America. Oh, it's that guy? Oh, oh my gosh. I love yeah. that guy. They did yes. a good job explaining who it was, but that's who was in Ned. So I found that super hilarious. I'm like, John Walker's in Ned? What the hell? Why didn't they show so, that? I didn't know they, that. They said it and they just assumed you were supposed to know the actor's name. Like, okay, I, I knew the actor's name. I'm a big movie guy, right? But Mm. I don't like. I don't think it was like they should have shown him on screen or something like what he is. Like, if they showed him with a Captain America suit, that would have been sick. But yeah, that, I thought that was cool. But and like you said, some of the events, I think they were cool ideas. Like I really like the twenty one idea, but the execution wasn't there, man. Like for one, it was so quiet outside that it was so awkward. Like it was it, the whole oh, yeah. thing was awkward. It was just there was no <laughs> crowd, nothing when they're doing the little targets thing, and then also the twenty one event. It just it was a little it was a little awkward. I don't think they wanted to be there, man. Like me, and my friends were theorizing about it because there was Stamkos and Pavelski in the finals in that twenty one event, and um, mm-hmm. we think Stamkos missed on purpose, man. I think that was a little bit too. I think that thing was too easy for them. Like the target thing, they all hit twenty one right away, and then randomly Stamkos <laughs> like it's too cold out here, and then he missed a shot. So it's like okay, he's like he <laughs> he wanted to get out of there. He wanted to go. He wanted to go party with his friends or go home he, to his his with his son. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, hang mm-hmm. out. Yep, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Oh, bad. How about you, Funch? What did you think? <sighs> um, <laughs> I think like Machine Gun. I was surprised they took Machine Gun Kelly as the 
as like the performer. I thought they were gonna do um like Panic at the Disco because that that made sense because their Vegas Lights is written by Panic at the Disco. That's their goal horn, and they're uh they're a Vegas band. They're from Vegas. Yeah. Um, I I feel like people sandbagged Machine Gun Kelly just a, a lot little of too people much. were hating on him. They're like, oh, who's the, a... who's the girl next to McDavid or something? I was like, yo, guys, yeah, like, come, come on. on. Yeah. That was that was a little much. I didn't like seeing stuff mm-hmm. like that. I think he's like he's actually really good. Like, like I, I don't listen to his music, but like, come on, man. Like, I, I don't have any hate against him or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. People were a little weird with that. Just yeah. some interesting stuff going on. Uh, him and Megan Fox, because he's dating Megan oh, yeah. Fox, mm-hmm. right? And they're, they're engaged now. They're engaged now. Yeah, yeah. they've got so, their interviews are kind of interesting. I, I, I've seen a they few of their interviews. <laughs> it's a little uncomfortable. Uh, but Spider Man from Naruto, uh... welcome to the stream. How's it going? <laughs> I think it's funny though. But yeah, it, it makes me uncomfortable seeing uh, seeing that. And <laughs> yeah, like uh... Spider Man from Naruto brings up a good point. Sorry, just quickly. Yeah, no. He says, "Who's the girl next to McDavid?" And then then someone was saying, "Oh, Leon Drysdale." Like I saw another post saying, "Oh, Leon Drysdale had a little bit too much to drink" or something like that. It, it was just it was weird. My favorite is weird. There's another um, picture that came out of I don't know if it was. Through Calgary or through Edmonton, but it's but McDavid and Johnny Gaudreau had their stalls next to each other, and all you see is each of them like sitting like this away from each other, just not acknowledging. Mm-hmm. So, so I just thought that was funny too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that's that's my All Star thoughts. Yeah, it was yeah. underwhelming at best, I think. And you you look at the games, like you know how they play, like the oh the Atlantic versus the Metro or this versus that. I think that you can tell the players just don't care. Like, I'm sorry. I'm watching the games and it's just mm. like, okay, oh, here's a pass. Oh, here's a pass. Oh, we missed. Oh, oh, well. You know what I mean? Like, they, don't, they don't care. Like, they don't want to score. And, like, I don't blame them. It might be kind of tough. And, like, it's almost, it almost feels like, oh, it's cooler to not care. That's the vibe I was getting from the game. Like, oh, you don't fit into the with the rest of the guys on the ice if you care too much and you try. You know what I mean? Like, something goes, like, mm. cool to not care. Which is not a really good example to set. That's why I didn't really enjoy. Uh, but Kev Player, welcome to the chat, saying um, favorite All Star moment was when the NHL wouldn't let McDavid shoot during the goalie save contest. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That was that was. Uh, they should just let him shoot, man. It, I, I think the reason why is that it was a goalie streak save thing or mm-hmm. save streak, and they let a goal in at the, like the last one, so they couldn't continue. But he didn't get a chance to shoot, so. Yeah, we didn't see McDavid in the shootout at all. That, that was. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man! Like, why you gotta be so strict on it? Just let him shoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although, yeah, Spider-Man Fernando brings up a good point. The skills competition is always fun to watch. Yeah, you see some new faces like Kairu in the skating, and like you see like Zegers do his thing on the shootout, like we were talking about before. Like that, I love. Like I love that aspect of it, and I wish they'd have mm-hmm. almost like an all-star game for rookies, like a rookie all-star game. I know the NBA yeah. does that a little bit too, right? They have a rookie all-star. Yeah. Like yeah. I'd like to see rookies that because the rookies are the ones who want to make a name for themselves and really show like Zegers and Hughes like they had like a fun thing in the shootout like they were really trying their best. Uh, Kaprizov mm-hmm. is still considered young like I'm not saying they're rookies but they're younger, so they're still trying to make a name for themselves in a brand. Whereas like guys like oh Samkos was fun like other guys who are like older even Ovechkin didn't want to go like from the beginning like the older players don't like it they don't like they don't want like they clearly don't want to be there so like Ovechkin. Saying like I mean maybe it's COVID who knows but like every year there's always a reason he doesn't go to the All Star game always 
always. Mm-hmm. And from and that from the get go shows that in the National Hockey League, the NHL players themselves, the ones who've been there a while, do not want to go to the All Star game because it's not fun. So you got to find well, a way to make it fun for the players. What do you think? Oh, I, I was thinking like like these younger players like Zegras and uh, Kaprizov and Hughes. They are obviously having so much fun with it. What if we're just getting more? personality coming into the league opposed to like um actually i don't know man because ovechkin was very fun when he was there as a rookie mm. so i don't know maybe it maybe it wears off on them or maybe we're getting yeah. more personality in the league it's one or the other um but do you guys remember like way back when those guys were rookies and how much fun they were having with like commercials and at the all-star <laughs> game it was always fun uh but the, the commercials in general was so fun to, like they're, they're all classics like every like the hotel one's a classic do you guys know what I'm talking about? A little bit, yeah. And then the bellhop. What's that? The one where like they're in the the yeah, luggage yeah, cart and yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those are so fun to watch, man. Yeah. It, it look it looked like I don't I don't know if it's like them as rookies coming in just have more fun being the league or if it's literally just like that was something they're forced to do or something like that. Like I I don't know because it seems like the rookies right now are having fun and trying to be innovative and mm-hmm. change change stuff around. So yeah. I mean, I mean, we'll see. But that was it. that was my only highlight. Those three players back to back to back, like Kaprizov. I was like, wow, that's actually so sick. He put out the Ovechkin jersey. That's so mm-hmm. cool. He he did the Gatorade thing, and then he even did the hot stick celebration. Like, nah, that's great. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. um, the, you know what though? I actually didn't catch. So the, was that just a Hughes fan, or that wasn't another Hughes brother, right? Like the guy in the box. The kid? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, because cool I know it was. It was fun. I don't know if it's four Hughes brothers. I know I know the third one's on the Jersey, uh, New Jersey as well, but yeah, mm-hmm. it, that one was fun though. Anyway, yeah, regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I I, anyway, I enjoyed those, but even then it was hard for me because I didn't get to see that part live. So like like I said, mm-hmm. it got so dragged down. Also, like I know they they had uh, who was the band playing during that event? Like there was a it's a pretty well known band. Who who was the band? I know. I think the reason the NHL didn't play the live audio is because that band was playing and the nhl was scared they'd get copyrighted by the band's label but it's like if you have a band playing at your live event and you're recording that live event on tv why would you not be able to have the rights to your recording of that live events audio like you're paying them to be there and play so why right. are you not allowed to then post it on youtube that that's why that didn't make sense to me so like i'm trying mm-hmm. to watch this really fun event and it's clearly looked really fun. But all I'm hearing is the same, dun, 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 like same freaking background song. I feel like I'm in like a, a like a commercial or something. Mm-hmm. And it lasts so long. I did anyway. I just wish they did that better. Wish they did that better. Uh, Kev Player says only the NHL can mess up an All Star weekend. Uh, I don't necessarily know if that's true. Is I think a lot of All Star weekends and a lot of big leagues here, a lot of them mm-hmm. get trashed. Like a lot of people. I think don't a lot like of them. them like, it goes stale for a little bit because even mm-hmm. the Pro Bowl. Like the Pro Bowl was cool for a little bit, and then they had to they had to keep changing it up because, I like there was times where, I just didn't feel like watching the Pro Bowl or even like the NBA like All Star. Even I, the I, NBA, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Even no, the was... NBA All Star. Oh, sorry, 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 fine. I've cut you off like a bunch of times already, but you you finish what you're saying. I'll go on. Yeah. So even like the NBA like All Star Weekend, like up until. Like the two years ago with Kobe's after Kobe passed, when they changed the game format, that was really good. But up until then, it was really, uh, it was kind of stale. 
because nobody played defense, nobody cared. Because it, it didn't mean anything. Even, like, the dunk contests. You can only dunk the ball so creatively every year. Yeah. So I, I think it, it just got... And I, th- I think that happens with the MLB, too. Everything just got stale. And I think right now they're just trying to revise revise the format. Because before, even before them, they, they have to change. They have to change all the time. Or else it just keeps going. Right. Um, I I agree. You do need to keep changing and stuff and adapting because mm-hmm. otherwise it does get stale for no matter not not even about the all star game, just like just things in general, right? You don't wanna you don't wanna become a stale whatever you're trying to achieve. But what I what I will say though is um maybe the NHL should do this because I I do know the NBA All Star games, they like the actual games, they they do um try a little bit harder, especially near the end mm-hmm. of the games, because the money is for their charities if they win. So if the NHL did that, I feel like they would probably try a little bit harder. But mm-hmm. it's what is it? It's like I don't even remember what the prize was for them, to be honest. I, I, for, I don't know for NHL. For NHLers, it's yeah. um a million split, however many okay. the team is. And it's just like how many people are on the team. I, I mean, they're they're gonna make a lot anyway. It's I, still, I don't know, it's man. still like money. It's still a lot. It's still money, right? But like. I think if it was for charity, they might they might do or care a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I agree. Um, like, I think I think yeah. if you made another incentive other than just for the fans and as an event, I think the NHL players would be a lot more uh, inclined to do their best in the games. Uh, welcome to the chat. First time chatter from our viewer, It's Chels123. Uh, it's Chels, this is an interactive <laughs> podcast where myself... Uh, some lazy guy, uh, Birdaman and Ponchi interact with you, the chat, and the the fan connection community, and we do our best to to get our points across and just have a fun uh, chat about hockey, like anything anything we want to talk mm-hmm. about. Not even necessarily hockey, like anything really. Well, Any questions that you guys have, you can ask. I mean, to a certain extent, <laughs> not too far, like nothing yeah. weird, but uh, just like fun, like stuff like about hockey, maybe like like games or whatnot. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of the point of this podcast, just be interactive. Have a good time with everyone in the chat. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, let's. I think we should move on from the All Star game. It's, I, I feel like we're getting too negative here. Uh, let's talk about some weird NHL stats. I think Ponch, you pulled up a quite a few uh, NHL stats. I'm just gonna kind of react to them, Berta, as well. I don't know if you have too many as well, Berta, but uh, Ponchi, I know you had a few, so I'll let you start. Yeah. So did you know the fastest goal scored in an NHL final or a Stanley Cup final was in a game that doesn't exist? Say that again. So, the fastest goal scored in a Stanley Cup final was in a game that doesn't exist. What the hell? <laughs> How does that, okay, explain. <laughs> okay, this is a really funny story. So, back in, like, the Oilers dynasty, Gretzky, the Oilers played the Bruins. So, they're in Game 3 of the Stanley Cup finals. When, all of a sudden, the ice gets super foggy. So it's a 3-3 game, and they go, we can't play, and then we've got to, like, axe the game. But at that point, what happened was they had this weird system where they would DNP that game, or DNC, whatever it is, 
and then they'd play the fourth game. And then they'd come back to the third game if it was needed. So Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's Are you guys crazy. following? It's it's a it's a really weird it's so a they, really weird. So they started game three, they scored one of the fastest goals ever, but then throughout the game they had to stop the game because the weather was bad. So they played game mm-hmm. four, uh, but never needed the game three, so that game technically never existed. Yeah, right? exactly. What the hell is that? <laughs> Wait, when <laughs> That's was so this? dumb? Oh this my god. Imagine ruined, game three is actually game Oilers. seven. That'd be kind of ruined crazy. Oilers? So, funny enough, if if for some reason that they were three three, which they weren't, luckily, um, so they would have had to play eight total games because they would have continued from where game three or whatever had ended or had stopped. What? So the... you would have played game four, game five, and if it was tied up, you'd have to. Oh, you'd play game seven still. Oh no, sorry. So you play game four, so game, game five five, doesn't game count, six, right? Let's game say... seven. Yeah, you'd you'd go to game you'd finish game seven and you could finish at a three three tie and then play game three to see who gets the fourth win. That's how it works. You still play seven games technically, but game seven would not actually be game seven, the deciding game. It'd be game seven, the game to see if they can tie the series. Game three would be the series deciding game, which is just weird to wrap your head around. That's eight games. You've played eight games. Right, because game three would be split up into two different games. Correct. One that didn't exist, yeah. and that got postponed, and then, and then the one, one that, that does. got continued. That's freaking that's so weird. Odd. It's like seven and a half games. It's like game three and a half. That's yeah, bizarre, that's man. So weird. Only but then, the what do you, what do you do if, if it wasn't a three-three game? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right. If one team was winning, do you start the game off one nothing, <laughs> like mm-hmm. or whatever the differential was? I mean, I think you just go from where you were. Right? That's what I would have thought too. That's, that's what, what I would have thought. That's what right? I would have done. You know, like let's say it was Anyways. four two going into the third period. You know what I mean? Cheese yeah, yo, cheese. Brains. I don't blame Cheese Whiz, it's man. Fine. I come here for hockey, not for my brain to hurt. What the heck? I don't blame you, Cheese Whiz. I feel like I'm getting a, a headache now or a migraine. That's okay. So thank you, Ponchi. I appreciate that's okay. that. Um. So another one is: Did you guys know? Ron Hextall has the most penalty minutes by a goalie at 112. I actually didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> that does make a lot of sense. I didn't necessarily yeah. know that, but if I, if I had to guess which goalie had the most penalty minutes, I'd pro- he'd probably be up there. The amount of times he's fought. would be like Brodeur. Brodeur or Billy Smith. I don't know. Like, Ron Hextall's known for, like, slashing people and fighting people. So, mm-hmm. I definitely, right. yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right, here's my last uh, weird stat. So Shane Doan scored his first Hattie with 0.1 left in a game. Um, if he didn't score, he'd have he would be the all-time leader in two-point games without a Hattie. That's kind of cool. Poor Shane Doan, man. He spent his whole yeah. career in Phoenix. Like, I mean, he seemed happy, but still, like. Don't you ever think what could have been if you went for a team that, like, you know, could go far? Yeah. Win? Yeah. Win a cup, maybe? Could be nice. Could be nice. Mm-hmm. All right. I like Shane Doan, I feel bad. <clears throat> I feel like he gets sandbagged a lot. 
Or he, he gets kind of like swept under the rug because people forget forget about him. Yep. You know, That's that true. being said, talking about two points, uh, do you guys ever notice that Matthews scores so many two-goal games? Like, he'll never get that. Like, it's so rare he gets a hat-trick. Every time I have him on Fantasy, this guy's on, like, two goals in the beginning of the game and then doesn't score the rest of the game every single time. I actually am curious to see where this guy's ranking in two-goal games because it's it's happened so many times. It's not even one. He won't even score one. It's two goals and an assist or two goals and nothing. Like, just constantly. Could it be, like, throughout the game, like, as he scores, he kind of gets, not to say complacent, but more defensive focus so he doesn't really care about the goal because i mean the Leafs don't really struggle with scoring it's more like defensively so i bet matthews has come such a long way in this defensive game compared to when he first started in the league like i'll get matthews and he's such a good player like such an all-around threat Mm -hmm. as a Mm -hmm. as a fan of a team in the same division as toronto every time we match up against toronto he's the guy you look at like marner scares me offensively at times but especially in the playoffs marner didn't scare me too much like Marner scared me of what he could, who he could pass to, never what he'd shoot. Mm-hmm. Whereas this year's a bit different; he's a bit more dynamic, but he's been working on a shot. Uh, Matthews always scares me because not not only can he pass really well, he can shoot really well, and now he can defend well. So you throw those three in together; he's got a big body, he can hit too. Like he's a really mm-hmm. good player. Like he he contends for for like one of the top players in the league in my books for sure. Especially I still now. like him more than Drysaddle. I think he's better than Drysaddle in my opinion. Even though Drysaddle has these awards, so. I, I would take him over over Dry for sure. I think I would I, too. More dynamic. Yeah. yeah. Although Drysaddle, when he gets the spotlight without McDavid, he's he's pretty unreal. When, when okay. it's just him, he, he's only had like seven games without McDavid. No, man. there was a streak where McDavid was out for like twenty games, and no, Drysaddle put up like seven. thirty points. I know it's not it. It was I seven swear. games. No, there was, was a sixteen game streak at one point. Remember when McDavid broke his collarbone? No, he's up for was... a while. Drysdale played really well in twenty sixteen. It wasn't even just then. Like it was after that too. At one point, I mean, Dave was up for like maybe ten games or sixteen days. It was I don't know, but Drysdale put up a lot of points. So I think I still take I still take Matthews just because I think Matthews is really good. And I think mm-hmm. he has a better defensive game than Drysaddle does, to be honest with you. I don't think Drysaddle's defensive game is that strong. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd take I'd take Matthews as well. And and Spider-Man, for not to chime in here, Marner is a pass-first mentality. He gets in his own head uh, come playoff time. Exactly. Marner fans since London mm-hmm. Knights, he was different there. I mean, I think also in the W... Was it, is, are they the WHL or OHL? OHL. OHL, right? The London Knights... Um, Especially when you play in the OHL for a guy like Marner, who's so skilled, he can get away with his shot. But when he gets mm-hmm. to the NHL, the shot like it's like another level. Like I, I hear players talk about all the time. Like you can have a great goal score in the WHL or CHL. Like, well, the CHL encompasses the WHL, but you get what I'm saying. Like the mm-hmm. minor leagues, but that next step never happens because they their shot's good and it's accurate, but it's not good enough for the NHL because it takes that extra leap to develop that shot. Mm-hmm. So. Marner had a great shot for a WHL player, but compared to the rest of the NHL, he's kind of more of an average shooter, right? So his passing is still excellent. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say average. He He's exceptional. He's still... Mitch Marner is still, like, top-tier talent in the league. He's just had no playoff success. Oh, I'm not, I'm not saying he's average in terms of skill. I think he's one of the best playmakers mm. in the league. It, by far, he's one of the best playmakers in the league, hands down. 
He had like 60 assists one year, or maybe more. So that's what I'm <laughs> saying. I'm just saying Marner's shot compared to a lot of other NHLers is nothing to necessarily write home about. His playmaking mm-hmm. skills, on the other hand, are insane. His hands, his, his dangling, everything else. Like, mm-hmm. He's great. Even his defensive game is not that bad. I know people hit on him a bit, but I think for a winger, he's got a pretty solid defensive game as well. Mm-hmm. I look at Mitch Marner, though, but his shot, like, it doesn't compare to the likes of maybe, like, Toffoli or Hoffman. Like, like he, well, like, mm-hmm, doesn't yeah. stand out from those guys. You know what I mean? Who are seen as shooters. Marner's shot is definitely getting better, but, like, if you want to go to compare Marner to a superstar shooter like, uh, I don't know, Kucherov or Matthews, like there's a big step there. So I'm just saying mm-hmm. like when I see someone in the playoffs like Marner, I'm not as worried when we have a goal like Carey Price in Nets as, say, Matthews because mm-hmm. Matthews is capable of beating Price in a one-on-one. I guarantee you. I've seen it. He can beat, he mm-hmm. can beat Price with a shot. Is it hard? Yes, because Price is a great goalie. But players like Marner, I know he has to pass – to beat Price, unless he gets a one-timer, and even then, Price can save it. So, mm. that's that's what I'm seeing. Hey, Mr. Mac with a follow. I think Mr. Mac was already following, but... Pre- oh, he followed you. Channel. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> but, um, anyway... I, I was, yeah. was going to say about Marner, though, real quick. Like, I think that's why the whole the whole argument or the anger where it all comes from from Leafs fans with Marner because he makes a lot of money and other stars that you named make similar money or less... And they have a better shot, and their playmaking isn't that... Like, Marner's playmaking is very, very good, of course. But it's not like... Other players' playmaking is not that much worse, right? Like, you, you still get good playmaking, but better scoring. And I think people value that, or would value that more. Like, I, I remember when Rantanen's contract... I think Rantanen and Marner are in the same year, contract year, or a couple... I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe it was like a year apart or something like that. People were comparing that the, the two players... I would take Rantanen, dude. This guy, like, he does get injured, but his pace or his rate is always at 90 points. His his scoring rate's always at 40 goals. He's a really, really mm-hmm. good player, man. Even with McKinnon out and Landeskog out, he's still producing a lot, and he makes less. So I think that's where a lot of the anger comes from. Like, you are right. The shot's getting better. But, yeah, it, it's still I not 11 million, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, I get it. I get it that he's really good at playmaking, but... There's so many other good players as well that are really good at playmaking and can score as well, and they make a little bit less too. So yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's where the the market difference. That's where the that's where the league isn't fair. It's not a fair league. The NHL is mm-hmm. not a fair league. You, that's that's the difference between taxes at this point. It's not it has nothing to do with the players. Mm-hmm. Marner in any other market gets paid less, and the reason for that is because if you look at Toronto, you look at teams like Montreal and. I don't know how how the taxes are in Vancouver, but I'm assuming they're pretty high because you're in Canada. Um, all I have to say is, like, if you're in Canada, the taxes are really high. We, we're a very social country in terms of our stand, like our national party. I'm not going to say much more about politics. Don't worry. But that just doesn't mean we have a higher tax rate than, say, Florida or, or I guess, well, Tampa Bay is Florida. But you know what I mean? Like, like mm. Florida, like states like Florida who have lower taxes, uh, if any. So especially on income. I don't think they have any income tax. So players like Barkov and Huberto will get paid seven-ish million dollars a season in Florida. But say Huberto played for the Canadians with that same uh, same production would get paid 10 to 11. Same thing with on Toronto. They get paid 10 to 11 because of the tax. Like there is also other mm. factors like NHL players don't actually get the salary you see them. I, I think on Steve Dangle podcast, they had, a, they had a show with the guy who's like, 
a big financial dude for for a lot of NHL players and managing their money. And uh, he was saying like they only get like thirty to forty ish percent of the contract that they sign. So you see, mm-hmm. you see like a, let's say you see a seven million dollar contract, they probably only make actual actual money that they make they pocket is about three million. So you look at a contract like Marner's, okay, f- or let's say let's say price eleven and a half million a year, or ten and a half million a year for price, right? Well, fifty percent of that goes to the government, both provincial and federal, for taxes. And then after that, you take into the escrow factor for the NHL. There's another factor as well. I don't know what it's called. I don't remember. But there's another factor they take into account as well. And then they get their money. And then they have to pay their agents to pay this. And then there's the money. So you look at the contracts for Marner and Matthews, any other team they sign with, although Matthews deserves his money, I think, hands down. But Marner signs with any other team. It's probably around an 8 to $9 million deal. And it's not as bad. Agreed. Um, I think I though, like... there, but... No, that's okay. But also in the context of when they signed that contract, he came off a 94-point season. And, you know, the the thought was, Mitch thought he was going to produce more. The Maple Leafs thought he was going to produce more. So it at the time, it made sense. Because uh, same with the Eric Carlson deal, we assume that the cap's going to go up. So 11 mil now becomes eight mil so nobody could have saw covid coming and even and i know like 11 mil looks like a lot now but the cap is gonna go up it was still a lot signed... then, though dude like I, I still think it was like yeah. i think i think part of the reason was is duba said he, he can and he will sign marner Tavares, matthews mm-hmm. and oh he didn't hide did. his cards at all yeah 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 and then, he just, yeah you also on, can't man. He's also your first round draft pick from six years, as well as three years ago at the signing of that contract. So, are you going to lose him for picks? Probably not, because he, he, he's shown he's, he's a playmaker and he knows what he's doing. You just had um, the unfortunate circumstances of the last two years that he's, he's only put up 67 points, 65 points in a, in a 55 point se- or in a 55 game season so and it sucks that you're you're not a, you're not progressing but he he's still a a great player and he but you have to factor in that you they thought the cap was going to go up he produced really well and you're not going to lose him for picks it's he's not going to be worth like the he's not worth three round pick three first round picks he's worth much much more than that so you know that's I think that was the thought in Dubis's, um, yeah, like cap going up was signing him the yeah. So I think it just makes sense. Yeah, I I, I see in chat too. We're getting some good discussions in chat, which I really love uh, mm. from Kev Player and Spider Man. So um, I have a good question for Spider Man to ask you guys. Before we do that, Kev Player and I were talking about in chat uh, an adjusted salary cap rather than the fixed. A hard cap that they have right so if you go over the money you can't well you just can't go over the money right you can't go over the limit so kev player was suggesting a soft cap i know we've talked about this in the past but kev player is su- suggesting a soft cap where if you go over you should have to pay extra right to the league which is kind of interesting but that just kind of rewards the high-end teams like that doesn't allow teams like arizona ottawa like those teams mm-hmm. that don't spend the cap doesn't allow them to be successful in a cap era because that just basically removes the cap for teams like toronto and montreal who are willing to spend all the money in the world right 
Oh, and New York Rangers as well. So I'm thinking this. What if they had a tax-adjusted salary cap? So the salary cap is adjusted to the income tax. That way, teams that don't have... So example, right? I'm, I know I'm throwing Florida's name in a lot, and I throw in Florida a lot because they have two very good teams, and I think it works really well what they've done in Florida. So I'm using them as an example here. So uh, as in Tampa Bay Lightning and Florida Panthers. Um, so I think Florida has a no-income tax state. I think that's what it is, right? It's a no-income tax state. And there's a few of those in the United States. And the, I think the NHL has been really targeting those for its teams because they really like that. So anyway, so for example, Florida and Tampa Bay, they're in a zero income tax. So their salary cap doesn't get adjusted. They'd still be at the 84 or whatever, 83 and whatever it is million. But let's say Montreal, right? Let's say Montreal's tax rate is uh, for a player making that salary is about 50 something percent, Right. So what if you adjusted the tax, I mean the cap by that 50%. So I'm not saying you would increase it at times times it by 1.5 because then the Canadians have a 120 million dollar cap hit compared to the well, compared to the 83 in Tampa Bay. That's kind of unfair, but I'm thinking maybe you do half the tax rate. So let's say the tax the income tax rate total for federal government added up for a player and playing the Montreal Canadiens is 55% you would tax, you would give them 1.225 times the salary space. So 22.5% more. So half the tax bracket. That way it allows them to pay their players the different, like, so let's say like Carey Price was worth $8 million net salary, right? It would allow the Montreal Canadiens to sign him to the 10.5 million they did and still get their money's worth as if he signed for 8 million in Florida. That's my thinking for it. And that way players can't take advantage and have like a million depth players at $2 million. Because if I increase it by one and a half times, it's a $120 something million dollar cap hit. And the Canadians are just signing a bunch of guys left, right, and center, have the deepest team in the league. That's not really fair. But it allows them to sign the higher end players at the same theoretical rate, but it's still more money. Does that make sense? It does. Mm. But okay, so when players actually get paid, are they are they getting paid by like the owner? Like, does the money come out of the pocket of the owners? Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's something about that then, because I I uh, I know like the owners that they collectively agree on the cap going up and or whatever it is. Like, mm. I know I know there's stuff like that that goes on. So that that mm. could be a reason why. Because if you're talking about how another team will have a little bit more cap space than another, then that owner is gonna have to pay more than other owners will on their players that could be a yeah. reason why i don't mm-hmm. i don't know exactly because like what you're saying sounds so sound and and easy to do and easy well, fix and yeah and it's just i don't know why they would not have done it so that could be a reason why they haven't done it maybe just theorizing though i don't know mm-hmm. yeah except maybe that would so, raise the minimum yeah. salary too high for certain teams so maybe the minimum salary cap wouldn't be adjusted but just the max right yeah yeah well i also like the um... The idea of the luxury tax. Right. So as soon as you go over, you're taxed. Like, I think I don't know what the NBA does. I think it's a good like twenty percent. You're taxed twenty percent over the salary cap. So, yeah, I feel like that'd be that'd be a good solution too because you have the choice to spend over, and it's and there's a little bit of a penalty. For it, but if you're, but if you're Tampa Bay and you you need Barkley Goodrow to score you that game-winning goal, and you just can't afford him right now, 
would like would you would you be willing to spend an extra twenty percent to sign him? Maybe. That's true. But yeah, and, like yeah, yeah. And, and that's what Kev player was talking about too, like the soft cap. I think that's what he was talking about as well in the chat. I think you just get to the like that's what I'm talking about. Like you get to the risk of like the higher end teams or not the higher end teams. That's not the way I want to look at it. That's, all teams are created equally, right? But <laughs> the the teams with the wealthier owners, you're yeah. risking them just spending all the money in the world just to have the best team. Like you can see Stamkos, mm-hmm. Crosby, McDavid, like all on the same. Maybe not those guys, but a lot of free agents on the same team. And that's mm-hmm. the risk that you run with the. I think with the soft cap, although. I know a lot of owners in the NHL are very worrisome about spending their money nowadays, so maybe you wouldn't run into that problem. Mm-hmm. But Spider-Man from Naruto rescinded their previous question and asked what they believe is a better question. So Spider-Man from Naruto in our chat asks, pick three players, one from each division. There's four divisions, so we'll pick four players to make a starting lineup. So what we're going to do is uh, a forward uh, or sorry, two forwards, a defenseman, and a goalie. Okay? Yeah. So I changed this question uh, a little bit because there's four divisions. We'll do that. Uh, so just quickly, if you guys want to... And chat, obviously, let us let, let it be known what your picks are. Let us know who you guys pick. Ponchi, I'll let you start with your picks. And then, Berta, you can go next. And then I'll give my picks in last. Although, maybe I can come up with mine on the spot here off the top of my head. I'm thinking my goalie... Let's go different players. Pardon? No repeat players, right? Yeah, no repeat players. Yeah. So I'll go quickly here. Uh, my goalie, hands down, is going to be Vasilevsky. He's the best goalie in the league, so I'm going to steal it right off the bat. So that's the player from the Atlantic Division taken, right? I think that's the best player I could have gotten. Mm-hmm. Uh, defenseman, I'm going to go... This is a little bit off the board here. I'm going to go Zach Aransky. I was talking about him in chat. I really love Zach Aransky's game, so I'm going to take him out of the Metro. Oh, oh shit, I just passed on Crosby. Uh, out of the central, I'm going to take Nathan McKinnon. I think he's one of the best, most dynamic centers in the league. I'd take him over McDavid. I don't care. I'm taking Nathan McKinnon. Then my other mm-hmm. forward, uh, I have to take out of the Pacific, right? Does that have McDavid yeah. in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Uh, screw it. I'm gonna we, take, we should have done a draft. I'm going to take... Uh, I'm, no, I'm, not taking, I'm not taking McDavid. Don't worry. I'm taking, uh, I'm taking someone different. I want to be a bit more uh, creative in that sense. I'm going to take Trevor Zegers. Mm. So I'm a Zegris, McKinnon, Wierenski, Vasilevsky. I feel like that I didn't steal too many of your player options there. I think you guys have a good option pool available, but that's my team. Let me know, chat, what you guys think. I'll I'll make a poll so they can vote on our teams, and I'll write down the names, but those are mine. That's okay. Hopefully I didn't just fleece you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's super easy, man. I got... I'm gonna, you, you missed all McDavid. I'm taking McDavid, man. McDavid, Makar, um... Demko and I would probably take I'll take Matthews put on the wing. Okay. Um I'd go Markstrom. Markstrom I'd take Ovi. Take I'm trying to I've I've got the teams written out in front of me, but I can't remember who's in what because I've got them written out in East West. Um, from Colorado, I'll take McKinnon. And what what division am I missing? Uh, I already took Nathan McKinnon. McKinnon, I already took McKinnon. McKinnon. Who's your yeah. goalie again, bro? Um, Who's your goalie? Go. Cheese was took it though. Cheese was come on, man. 
I, I'll go with Spencer Martin. I'll, no, I'm letting, I'm letting you keep Demko. I'm letting you keep Demko because they had the vote between the three of us. So, no, I'll let you keep Demko. So Ooh, Cheese Whiz picking Kyle Connor, Matthews, John Carlson, and Thatcher Demko. I completely, I completely forgot about the Jets. Damn, I could take in like Ealers or something. Yeah, if I had to switch Zegers, I'd switch Zegers for Ealers. I think, I think that'd be a good switch. Oh, I'll take or or Line. Uh, I didn't take Line. Line would have been good with McKinnon, but I, I'm happy with my so team. Take, happy with my team. So I'll take Patrick Kane instead of McKinnon. So I've got Markstrom, Ov, Kane. Which division am I missing? Yeah, Markstrom, have? Ov, Kane, and who? Okay, Markstrom, Ov, Kane. You're missing the Atlantic. Atlantic, yeah. Come on, you're some of the best Atlantic. teams are there. What are you doing? What are you doing? Um, do I want to take a face-off legend? Who's your team so far? Or do I, I'll take Braden Point. Braden Point's my center. So you have Point and who? Who's your team? Point, OV, Point, OV, Kane, Markstrom. You don't have a defenseman, dude. Oh, I don't have a defenseman? Yeah, yeah, but yeah that's okay. It's the all-star game. Alright, Kane's on defense. That's fair. Okay, so that's Ponch's team. Spider from Naruto picks Debrinkat, McDavid, Ekblad, and Shesterkin. That's a pretty solid team. And he didn't pick any of the guys we took other than McDavid, so that's pretty solid. Uh, I think Kev Player had... Uh, did Kev Player make his team yet? Or make their right team there. yet? Last he, comment. Huberto right. Hedman. Huberto and Hedman oh, getting mind, shut sorry. out was shocking. Yeah, they didn't really do much, eh? Mm. But... Uh, Cheese Whiz picked Kyle Connor, Austin Matthews, John Carlson, Thatcher Demko. So those are the teams we saw in chat. I'll just quickly make a poll. If you guys are down, you guys can vote. Yeah. For I'm going all offense here. You did go all offense. I'm going all offense. I said this in our first power play, and I got roasted. Okay, I went all offense, and I did not win my poll. So I am not voting for you here, Ponch. I'm sorry. Yeah, but like it's Jacob. <laughs> vote, vote for yourself if you want. The polls in chat. <laughs> Well, do you know who Jacob Markstrom is? I, I heard he was really good until some team gave him up. And he's now leading the league in shutouts. So. Hey, Vasilevsky hey, is still the uncontested number one goal in the league. Let's be honest. I don't know about that. Oh, he's hands down the best. I don't care. When Markstrom wins a Vesna, I will, I, will, I will say whatever you want When Vasilevsky say. wins the Stanley Cup with the Tampa Bay Lightning, call me. Yeah. I, I don't care about the Vesna trophy if they win a cup. <laughs> Yeah, when when the yeah. regular, regular do season things don't mean anything until you win the cup. Let's be real. Uh, Berta, you're muted right now. Well, that's unfortunate. Oh. <laughs> I hear what you said. <laughs> I was just going on about how I was talking to my friends, like, dude, how different regular season to playoffs is, and how mm. the game style is different, and how the structure is different a little bit. And yeah, yeah. My, my main thing was I was saying how this might be controversial, but I said how Florida <laughs> is not going to be in the finals. I said they're not going to make the Stanley Cup finals. And I said for reasons because their, their offense is very good, but I can show you teams with similar offense, but better defense and better goaltending. And I think that will prevail more in playoffs. <laughs> I feel like I've said that a bunch of times here before, but... Um, that was my short version. I, I don't want to go on a rant about it because I know we have a couple other things to talk about. But yeah, well, Kev, Kev understands. Spider-Man goes, if that's true, Pat Maroon is better than McDavid. So I mean, hey, <laughs> Pat Maroon in terms of Stanley Cup playoff success is better than McDavid. But yeah, if you had to ask me still one-on-one-wise, obviously McDavid wins. But hey, Pat yeah. Maroon was on the Oilers. He said, screw this shit, I'm out. Goes to Tampa yeah. Bay Lightning. Oh, no, goes to yeah. St. Louis, wins. 
He's like, all right, that was fun, St. Louis. See you later. I'm going to Tampa. Wins. Stays in Tampa. Wins. Bro, this guy. Mm-hmm. This guy's triple. He's He has three-peated. He has three-peated. Pat mm-hmm. is a three-peat Stanley Cup champion. Uh, Berta, congratulations on winning Thank you. the poll. Congrats. Zach Attack, how's it going? Welcome back to another podcast. Happy to this see is getting a little chat. ridiculous, guys. I've I've won so many polls in a row whoa, now. I'm on a whoa, major whoa. win streak. Hang on, I'm the first ever winner of the power play. What are you talking oh, about? I think I'm getting my game ready for the power play here on Wednesday. I, I might I might sweep the series. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. I don't know about that That's one. I love, you, know, you 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 won the power play where the reigning champ wasn't active. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do we want to move to our last segment? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it. we have two left. I think. Right. We have uh, favorite shell covers. Do we want to cover that wanna... right now? Because I mean, I think we might they're move. all the same. We right? might wait. Uh, Are like, they? For me, let's do a quick for, cover. For me, NHL sixteen and onward, I haven't really noticed much of a crazy difference for me. Like, if you had to jump from 16 to 22, hell yeah, here's my money. Mm. 16 to 17 to 18 to 19 to 20 to 21 to 22, it's like, uh, Mm. the fact that Matthew's on it twice. They take my money, but I'm like, it's like I give them my money, but like I'm still like gripping it. So like they have to like rip it on my hands. That's how I feel about buying NHL 20 or NHL 22. Have you guys ever seen my, I don't think you guys have, maybe Ponch has seen it. I have a trailer I made once. Long time mm-hmm. ago for NHL 20. Oh, Mike yeah? has definitely not seen it. Have you seen it, Punch? I think I might have, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. I want to show it on stream, but I feel like people who want to watch the podcast or listen to the podcast won't understand it, won't hear it. So if anything, we can show it after. We can show it after the, the podcast. You know what? You know what? If you guys are listening to this on the podcast, tune in on Twitch next time on Wednesday or next Sunday. Yeah, yo, let's do the intro it. video to our podcast mm. on Wednesday. Yeah, you let's guys will that. see it then. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll do it on Wednesday. That yeah. sounds fun. I'm down with that. Mm. And but, it, trust me, guys, it is so worth it. I promise you it's it's going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, exci- <laughs> I'm excited. I'm pumped for Wednesday now. Cheese Wiz is backing me on this now. It's a very well put together trailer, says Cheese Wiz. Uh, TTV near Zach attacks says they have every single NHL game on Xbox One. I yeah, I've had every single NHL game since NHL 14. I had 12 and like 808, mm-hmm. and I had a few other ones in between there. But for some reason, I never bought NHL 13. But yeah, I don't know. I I'm excited to uh, to see this though. Yeah, you guys right. will like it. <laughs> All right. Um, I can say my favorite cover though, real quick. My mine. Can you guys guess it? It's very obvious. I snazzling. Oh, that, that would have been a good one, but no, it's not it. I, but you're a Vancouver fan. There haven't really been many cover athletes for Vancouver. Well, I feel it's like it's, I think it's one of the Matthews. Nobody gets for Vancouver. No. It's no, no. It's um Kessler. Yep, it's Kessler. Yeah, yeah. I it's forgot he had a cover. <laughs> yeah, oh my think... god, was he the cover of the two K game though? Like two K. It was the last two K game ever. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, Went 2K, come back, please contest them just a little bit. Like, play, make one 2K game mm-hmm. just to put a little bit of doubt in EA's mind or someone. Yep. You know what? Hey, guys, blow this podcast up. We'll make an NHL game. Low key. <laughs> if we ever get enough well, money, we'll just make funny. our own studio. Have an NHL yeah, game. Yeah, we could. We could. So, be funny in charge enough, of franchise right? mode, and then you guys can handle the rest. Because <laughs> I don't play any other part of the game. So, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> Funnily enough, the reason why I remember Marcus Naslin on 
NHL is because he's the first cover athlete to ever, or he's the first cover athlete to never score a point during a season. Wait, what? Mm. So Wait. in oh four oh five was the lockout season. So they put Naslin on. So Naslin's okay. the first cover athlete to ever be selected without scoring a point. Right, because it was the lockout, so no one, no one scored a point. So no, oh, that's kind of cool, though. That's kind of nice. The start of the curse? What curse? What curse did we start, guys? Uh, I think it was the, the NHL curse it? or something, right? <laughs> yeah. What was it? Something about the Stanley Cup. I think I think the team... The, the, oh! Something like that. Yeah, the cover athletes never won a cup mm. after, right? I don't think any of them have won a cup, actually. Oh, actually, no, that, that makes no, no sense. No, but like while being yeah. the cover athlete, they've never won a cup. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, but that's that's also odds, though. I don't yeah. think that'll. Yeah. Well, I mean, EA Sports sells Eric Carlson like a ninety when you start up the game. So until you edit it, because he's that good. Uh huh. Okay, yeah, leave sense. his puck skills there for me, but mega skating like a four, three star even. I don't care, four star even. Don't leave him at 90 Skating's speed. just fine. Can't skate. Ponch's favorite show is Cobra Kai, where all these guys are living in the past, and here Ponch is living in the past with Carlson. Yeah, I mean, hey. I love Carlson. <laughs> I will stand by Eric Carlson. Yeah. Very much so a homer. I, uh, I've i never been shy about being a Flames and a Sharks homer. Like, mm. uh, Spider-Man from Naruto says in chat, dang, just had a light bulb idea. I'm going to bring a gold medal team together or a really good junior international team together. So I'm assuming he's talking about franchise mode. He's going to bring back like a group of guys who had a lot of like success internationally and make them an NHL team. That would be so funny. Let us, uh, let us know next podcast, though. Yeah, let us know how fight. it goes. <laughs> when do you win the cup and who did you pick? Uh, also, though, a bit of a word of a word of warning? Is that is that how it goes? I don't know. A bit of warning. I think uh, Bird mm-hmm. can chime in on this. International success does not necessarily mean NHL success. Look at Louis Erickson and the Sedin brothers. Was okay. that successful? Maybe for part of a season, but after that, it was pretty rough. So what, what was the, just what was a the bit of forewarning. Yeah. I just say a bit of forewarning for international play doesn't mean everything. Gold, I, I mean, mean <laughs> Olympic hockey is different from NHL hockey. I'm just saying. So. Five years of absolute pain. I'm like, so, I just, I just, <laughs> hey, if it makes you feel better, we're looking pretty bad. So don't, don't. Like the Habs have some pretty rough years ahead and have had rough years, so you're not you know alone. what, man. Like, after the first year when we got him, I was trying so hard to convince myself and everybody else that, um, hey, Nick, what, what's up, man? I was so I was trying so hard to convince hey, everybody. Yeah, I was like looking at the uh stats or lyrics, I'm like, okay, look at every time you went to a new team, guys. The first year is bad, <laughs> second year is sick, and I was trying to sell the second year off so much. Like, don't worry, guys, 30 goals this year, it's coming, it's coming, mm-hmm. and they don't, no. no. It was Never four came. more years after that. Yeah, it was just I, absolute I, bullshit. I think Louis Eriks. I don't know if Louis Eriks was necessarily the problem. I think they put him on a line with players who are too similar to his style. Like they needed someone who's different. Like they needed a guy like Burroughs. They needed a guy I don't who know, can. Man, I think the, the Steam is- brothers always needed that one guy who can kind of go in the corners and do that work for them. And be a million 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 million. Dude, like, like I, I agree to an extent, but he was seventy points. He scored thirty goals. Like, he, his drop off is honestly unlike any drop off I've seen for any player. I've watched NHL for mm-hmm. so long, and his drop off mm-hmm. is so significant that I cannot think of another player like that. Well, I mean, everyone from that draft class, everyone from that free agent class, like Karlak Pozo's drop off was pretty radical too. Like Karlak Pozo yeah. just slowed down a lot. 
Uh, but Andrew his was Ladd. more progressively, though, wasn't it? Like, his was more, like, over time, it definitely fell off. Yeah. I agree, right? And even Lucic as well, but, like... Lucic, Andrew Ladd, Lucic David Backus. Was that year? Is Lucic? It was Lucic, Andrew Ladd, David Backus, um, Louis Erickson, Kyle Pozo. Were those the five that year? That all got yeah. huge, like, six by $6 million deals. And yeah. not a single one of those deals, to this day, worked out that well. Like, it's... Yeah, like, Pozo's I... still getting paid... Although Alpozo's had a good bounce back season this year compared to usual, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like Owen Nolan, oh, Dad Nine Sports coming out here saying mm. Owen Nolan, San Jose, easy drop off. That's fair. Too. But he was yeah. older though. Like like Eric Jeff when Skinner he came to Vancouver was Jeff Skinner. Oh yeah, I was Jeff going Eric Snags, but be Jeff Skinner, man. That's that's a good recommendation by Spider Man. I like that one. Yeah, but then Jeff Skinner came back though. He came back for a year and then took a time off again. <laughs> so I don't know what's up with Jeff Skinner. Like that was he's playing well now. He's playing well right now. Yeah, he has like, sixteen goals. He's doing very well. He's, yeah. he's like one year on, one year off. Jeff Skinner, man. You know I what? Mean, the, the coach they had last year hated him. The coach they had last yeah. year hated him. So that was yeah. the other issue. Like they, he just refused to play him with Eichel or anybody. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, Skinner, you're on the third line forever. So, he looks good with Tate Dawson. Fenoff had a hard, um, he had a hard fall. Yeah, as soon as he went left Calgary, he kind of dropped off. I don't know what I just did, but I ended up in my view on your, on your thing. <laughs> what the heck? Anyway, hello, Air Snacks. How are you, man? Air, hey, Air Snacks is saying they enjoyed the All-Star game. It was really good. So, hey, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Honestly, like, parts of it were very enjoyable, but I think overall the marketing Ooh. from the NHL was pretty rough in there. That's a execution. good perspective, actually, because Air Snags is actually from Melbourne, Australia, and he doesn't have access to NHL games a lot. So maybe for him and his perspective of it is a little bit different from ours, because we see NHL, we watch the games like every, it's on every single day, every single night, right? Snags <laughs> yeah. doesn't get the chance to watch Montreal, he's a Montreal fan and a, and a Winnipeg Jets fan, doesn't get okay. a chance yeah, to watch the games. So maybe for someone from that perspective like around i although like i don't know why that would be your market you would want to you want to impress the people that are uh watching it the most as well mm-hmm. right but yeah mm-hmm. i don't know yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's tough calvin dehan and brett Connolly being the best the caps of the the, the hawks i mean that's kind of interesting mm-hmm. uh yeah i don't know it, it's been rough for the nhl in terms of marketing in the last couple of years uh, they've had so many like negative sides of their game being brought out too. So I think that's also the other reason. It's like you, you see a lot of s- negative stories come out of the NHL right now. So there's just like so much negativity around the game too. So it's hard mm-hmm. to find. There is one thing positives. that's negative that we did not talk about. I don't even know if we should talk about it. Because... The Rocky Words thing? Is that the owner? Yeah. The... Chicago's yeah, owner? Yeah. Do we want yeah. to talk about that on the stream? It's just gonna take a long time because we think. can't show the <laughs> clip. Eh? He he copyrighted yeah, we, the clip. Yeah, I don't even show it. But he copyright claimed the clip because he knew it was bad. Overall, I think we could just agree it was just so stupid. Like, how can you go from mm. a bad look to an even worse look? Like, literally down like rock bottom to even more rock bottom. So Chicago's not looking thoughts. great this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just my. T- I think we all mm-hmm. think the same about that though. Yeah, it's yeah. just sad, and. I know his son, like Danny Wirtz, is also a big, like, he's up there, like an executive for the Charlotte Blackhawks, and he went up to the reporter, Mark Lazarus, afterwards, and he said, hey, like, if you want to ask me any questions, we can set up a time, like, we can meet, like, we've been doing a lot behind the scenes, like, to to improve our culture and stuff, so, um, he said, like, look, if, if you guys want to, like, if you want to set up a meeting with me, like, I'll answer any questions you have, so Mark, like, 
Mark Lazarus wrote a glowing review about Danny, uh, sorry, about Danny Wirtz, who is the owner's, so Rocky Wirtz's son, because mm-hmm. Danny Wirtz has put on a lot of work to help the team move forward. And Danny Wirtz was the one he addressed the question to, and Danny Wirtz was the guy who initially went to answer it, till his dad cut him off and said, no, I got this, let me ruin our entire image we have been building up for the last couple of months to try to improve from where we were, and grow and help Kyle Beach and other victims move forward. Mm. No, no, no. Let me bring us back to a negative point of view. And that's exactly what Rocky Words did. Everyone doesn't like him. And if any, the only way now for Rocky Words and the Charles Blackhawks to move forward is if he resigns. He has to fire himself. He's the owner and chairman. No one's going to fire him. He has to fire himself. That's the only way people can move forward with this team and still cheer for this team. Like tickets for the Charles Blackhawks games cost less money than buying a beer. It was $8 mm-hmm. for a ticket. $11 for a beer or something like that. Crazy. Crazy. That's ridiculous. Yeah. My cat just made the weirdest noise ever. I heard it, actually. Hell? You heard that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you guys hear that? I, I heard it the first time. I didn't hear what it when we were What the hell is going... Alright, now I'm here. Maybe you should check on Bro, your cat. Bro, I'm going to check on my cat. One second, guys. You keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah Iris Snags is there's a team canada jersey this is from when they did the world cup of hockey in 2016 or 20, i think it was 2016 and actually they're trying to do it again so i hope they can do it as early as 2024 they said that would be super fun punch i think they got to keep doing it and if they do it it can't be a one-off like the 2016 one was because yeah. otherwise they don't care about it as much i believe man i think so yeah so yeah. Well, i'm a big update? hockey guy me too what's up uh, my cat's upstairs, and it's just the neighbor. The neighbor's cat is in the window, so my cat's just like doing that weird. You know the cats; oh. they do those weird noises to like defend like their property. That's oh, all. Right. It is. <laughs> but uh, I think we're basically at our time for today, so we'll save the coaches' challenge for Wednesday. Are you down with that, Ponchi? Well, we'll do it next Sunday. Sunday. Oh, yeah. we do we next power Sunday. play. Yeah. All right. Uh, Fal. <laughs> Well, I was asking for another hour. I don't know if we have another hour or not. Or not. I, I bit <laughs> my tongue yesterday, so I've been really struggling to talk today. Uh, <laughs> I was eating too much turkey dough yesterday and bit my tongue. But uh, that's kind of embarrassing, but whatever. The point is, is I've been struggling to talk today, so uh, we, we will have to call it, uh, I think, here. But as always, stick around for those of you on Twitch. We do have our usual raid. We're going to raid someone... <clears throat> We'll do our best to raid someone who's always been supporting our podcast. So that's our goal. We always want to raid someone who supports the community. Uh, so that's our goal. Mm-hmm. If someone from the community is live, we will definitely raid them. Uh, but for those of you listening in on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, not Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, um, YouTube, or even Twitch VOD, uh, you can find us live every Sunday and Wednesday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time on my channel, SunLazyGuy09, because I, I host it for us. Uh, if you want to look at Birdaman and Ponchi on Twitch, you can do so as well. They also go live whenever they can as well. So uh, Birdaman is just Birdaman, as I said it, B-E-R-D-A-M-A-N. I think I got that. And then Perfect. Ponchi is Ponch, P-O-N-C-H underscore Y-Y-C. Yeah. Nice. Nailed it. Uh, but yeah, you can find us on, on those platforms under um, the Fan Connection Podcast. So we appreciate all the support. Uh, let us know any comments you might have reach us out on twitter on youtube wherever you can reach us and uh we'll see you in the next one all right peace